Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco, and here are some of the California stories we're following. Indigenous tribes in Orange County have secured 6.2 acres of land back, marking a first for the county. Bolsa Chica Mesa is now in the hands of the Ahachman Tongva Land Conservancy, also known as ATLC. Here's ATLC treasurer Tina Calderon. We want a place that our people can gather to do our ceremonies, you know, to do crafts, to do to teach our youth. In Los Angeles, the County Board of Supervisors has approved a plan to allow people in jail to make phone calls free of charge. Under the plan, the county would assume the cost $32 million over about two and a half years. Sam Lewis of the Anti-Recidivism Coalition says making it easier for incarcerated people to talk to friends and family is good for community safety. And it's vitally important to keep a person connected to their family. That's part of the rehabilitation process. And more than 7 million people are expected to be traveling in California for Thanksgiving this week, equal to pre-pandemic levels. San Francisco International Airport expects a total of 1.4 million travelers during the holiday period, and LAX will see nearly twice that many people. And more travelers are riding the rails, too. Amtrak is expecting about 750,000 people will be taking the train in the next few days. Construction on the Pajaro River levee that breached and flooded hundreds of homes in March will begin next summer. KQED's Ezra David Romero reports. State and federal leaders gathered in Watsonville to sign off on the project partnership that allows work on the levy to begin. The upgrades will cost around $500 million, paid through a mix of federal, state, and local money. Assembly Speaker Robert Rivas. It's something that we've got to understand and highlight. It shouldn't have taken this type of effort. It shouldn't have taken this long to get this done and completed. So we have to do better. The project will provide 100-year flood protection versus the 8-year flood protection it provides now. Some climate activists and scientists worry that's still not enough to handle the storms of the future fueled by climate change. For The California Report, I'm Ezra David Romero. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! 
Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. While many Americans feel the COVID pandemic is in the past, countless others are still feeling symptoms months or even years after they were infected. They're suffering from long COVID. One such person is Bay Area writer and author Mary Ladd, who recruited more than 40 people from across the country to share essays and poetry in The Long COVID Reader, released earlier this month. The California Report's Keith Mizuguchi spoke to Ladd and contributor Lisa Carpentier about the anthology. He first asked Ladd why she started the project. I decided to do this book because it seems that there was a major need. Our community continues to grow every minute, every day. And each of us are going through very difficult, challenging things in our work, in our personal life, in our abilities uh, have been greatly diminished. And I noticed that there is not a book that uses literature where people can do essays, poems, and short takes on what exactly it's like to live with long COVID. One of the issues we have is that we appear to be well a lot of the times. So our community thinks, but you're fine, but you had COVID months ago, but that was two years ago. And then the reality is a lot more challenging for us. You also brought in people that are not necessarily writers or, you know, artists. It's people that are living with this virus every day. What was the idea behind that? I wanted to make it as accessible as possible. And if there's a requirement that you be a professional writer, then this book would would just be open to a much smaller pool. And also I thought if we opened it up, then we would get a lot more perspectives from people who have not been published before. Lisa, you are not a writer by profession. You work with the U.S. Postal Service, but you do have long COVID. What made you interested in participating in this project? I saw a post on social media, kind of like an open call, and it was for submissions for an anthology. And I've written a lot of things down since I got sick because in general, with my work, I've been out for two years now on sick leave because I can't do my job anymore. So I've had a lot of time on my hands. And there's a lot of feelings there. So many people were abandoned. They forgot about us. Oh, the the pandemic's over. We're done. I wasn't done with it. So I was happy to write anything and have someone listen. Has the writing process overall been something that's sort of healing for you and being able to express your words, your ideas, your thoughts in a way that you might not be able to, you know, verbally and communicate with other people? Yeah, a a lot of it is private thoughts, too, on how it affects me that I'm afraid to tell people, because your whole mind changes and you can't remember things anymore and you become depressed. And this was a way for me to express that without, I guess, burdening everybody around me because I'm already burdening them physically. And emotionally, I don't want to do that anymore. 
And finally, Mary, what do you hope people can get out of this book? I hope that it provides a lot of healing for our long COVID community. I'm not talking about healing them of the long COVID itself, but healing when you read your story, when you can relate to what is on the page, when you feel seen and you feel heard, it's very empowering. It can help. It provides meaning and it provides support. Each of us are one infection away from having the same condition. That's all it takes. You could be joining us very soon. Mary and Lisa, thanks so much for your time and best of luck in your journey. Thanks so much, Keith. Appreciate it. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, November 22nd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Stanford Medicine comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.